listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Nah, this ain't Jigga. It's your little nigga Bleak reporting to these motherfuckers live from the street. Game, I peep those. My mind's so advanced at nine. I used to geese hoes for Easter clothes. Peep the steez. I represent for all those are 28 grams. On the come up trying to creep the keys. Large niggas told me park the car, keep the keys. Find a hood rat and creep the Mickey D's. First gun, two bullets. Niggas know I do pull it. Niggas trying to kill me, dog. Who wouldn't? Screw Gooden. I pitch in the P jays lit off for ej i split dutchies with my ring finger you find a bitch that owe me cream bringer last scene with bean he dropped tween he dropped between us hey welcome to the black out Tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a tuesday flash tuesday yep that's right uh and it's time to to podcast and i'm gonna put my finger in your butt oh girl <laughs> hey <laughs> i was messing like what the hell is this everybody been just quoting that shit on twitter i put my balls all over your face i, know, I hope she consented to this if not we got problems um anyway it's podcasting time <laughs> uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the blackout tips we'll come up and um leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher um and you can also find us on all these other podcast apps um uh, podcatcher uh podcast addict rss radio beyond pod beyond pod you know find us there too and i'm um, glad people have got us back in their rotation because they have found us mm-hmm. a lot of people say oh thank god and a lot of people are learning that uh rss radio and beyond pod in particularly i know that you can use the um premium shows rss feed and a lot of people are happy now because now they were like hey it updates on my phone and shit now so you can take us on the go exactly so make sure you guys um continue to, to to listen to us and find you know find places where you can where you can find us you know we appreciate you guys looking out for us and uh like i said leave us five star reviews and uh we'll appreciate everybody that um that's taking the time out to do that and the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is day 433 that bobby schmurter is locked up without bell still in jail bail still two million dollars wow Mm -hmm. free bobby man and i guess we can just get right into um you know all the news and stuff of the day because as always the news keeps happening y'all it does it don't stop won't stop yeah you would like to think that sometimes the news will be like nah i'm not gonna happen today let's take some time off to myself but the news is always like i'm gonna keep going regardless so <laughs> uh, i guess we can uh start with uh my new favorite uh you know news segment on the show um and that's uh beyonce <laughs> I got 
hot sauce in our bag. Swag. Um, so yeah, that's new news and the Beyonce thing stuff. Uh, of course, you know, Miami Dade County coming out of Florida, you know, that Florida cops was like, we're going to boycott the, the Beyonce. We're not going to do no security. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Minister Farrakhan, uh, stopped bashing Beyonce long enough to say, we'll send the fruit of Islam out there. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take your money. Another reason, uh, some people were like, well, good. I'm glad to see him finally stop bashing and respectability in her and shit don't forget uh, that ain't um, that ain't gonna stop he'll take your money yeah but that ain't gonna stop yeah just because they got a common enemy doesn't necessarily mean that he supports her right don't mean the other shit gonna stop he just yeah. sees that uh she making white folks mad he's like i'm here for it i'm here for it pay us we will come and make them mad he probably do it for free uh, yeah for the publicity yes um so apparently there's uh uh, Javier Ortiz is the president of Miami's Fraternal Order of Police, and he. I have a question, yes, and Cameron. you might not know this, but if it's a fraternal of police, are these retired officers or currently working officers or anybody? Um, I don't know. Um, I, I've always wondered that. Well, I know you have police unions, and you right. have like fraternal order of police, right? And it's always these talking head people that just uh talk shit right so i always thought the fraternal order is like retired dudes like i don't know why i've always thought that because a fraternal organization consisting of sworn law enforcement officers in the united states it reports a membership of 325,000 members organized in 2100 local chapters organized in the local lodges state lodges and national grand lodge so it's uh looks like it's current officers okay or at least sworn law officers so i don't know maybe current and former okay but there you go um so he is the head of miami's police union and he has filled his facebook page over the last few years with pointed memes and posts often racially charged he defends officers under fire for killing unarmed black men from ferguson missouri to staten island new york and repeatedly ripped minority groups including top female black cop in his own city for actions or statements that he brands as unpatriotic or reverse racism now his latest burn one of the world's most famous female pop musicians beyonce who also happens to be black uh in a letter this week to police unions across the country ortiz said miami's fraternal order of police would boycott the kickoff of the superstars worldwide tour at marlins park in april he urged other unions to follow suit the reason some cops including ortiz view beyonce's formation video as anti-police um uh in the past miami's police brass and city leaders have largely avoided clashing with ortiz saying he was legally protected by his union position and had a right to voice his opinion on his personal social media sites this time his bomb throwing may backfire mayor tomas regalado said he's worried ortiz may be straining my staining miami's image just as the city takes its latest step to ease a long history of racial tensions come on now next week the city commission is poised to vote on a federal civil rights settlement over dozens of police shootings dating back a decade ah damn so they're trying to you know make to repair the damage done and via racism right, and police and officers they're like you're not helping they was like do you not know this fucking city is full of brown people dog it's enough of a problem that the city manager is exploring a legal path to try to shut Ortiz down or up, depending on your perspective. He's like a seven-year-old who has a temper tantrum, said Ella Moore, president of the Miami Community Police Benevolent Association, the city's largest black police organization. 
this is not helping at all especially in today's climate there are so many other issues he can take a stand on like all the shootings in the north end but he's busy worrying about what beyonce is doing on friday moore drafted a letter employing imploring city leaders to do whatever is necessary to stop ortiz's antics mm. It was like we ain't got time for this. We ain't trying to lose no money. Like people come here to party. People do not come here for this, right? And like in addition to just you know obviously the money, right? Right. Um, I, you know obviously because people be like you know what that convention that we right. thought about partying with you we gonna ship that shit somewhere else and the overtime, right? The money they gonna lose. These same officers be like I'm not going there, but you know what? You might have other people that be like hey, and they might not be black. They be like hey, I ain't bringing my shit to Miami either, dog yeah you know and it's weird because they said the same and like most of the time i feel like <coughs> excuse me like these are just empty threats mm-hmm. you know um uh, like there's a lot of uh you know we're not we're gonna boycott jay-z and shit and then you know of course they they don't do that shit right the city, um, the city ain't gonna let y'all cost them money now what i'm thinking is ella moore sounds like a black woman yeah. like a black woman she's head of the benevolent police which is the big the biggest black police uh you know organization in the city okay and she's a black woman what that name sounds and she's trying to shut him down right she in that hive karen yeah she's like we're not trying to hit this dog see what they fucking up is a lot of these black women out here are successful they're the number one right. entrepreneurs they're achieving levels Highly of corporate educated. success they're right they're the most they, educated they vote at a higher level than right. any other group <laughs> you beyonce <laughs> has strategically put people in place that could shut this whole country down if they wanted to these people better stop messing with beyonce right you know they barely getting by for other shit <laughs> come on now fuck around valerie jared be about to tear some shit down um anyway it says uh she said on friday moore drafted a letter imploring city leaders to do whatever is necessary to stop ortiz's antics because it's not helping it's not helping a motherfucking thing we have a lawsuit going on and you're cutting a fucking fool you're not helping all of these things and others not mentioned here have common denominators in that they involve african-americans that he portrays in a negative light with thinly veiled racist overtones uh she wrote miami mm. city manager daniel alfonso said the staff is working with the legal department to see what avenues can be taken to halt ortiz's social media blast the chief talked to him several times he explained the speech he put out he puts out as detrimental to us but he that hasn't gone anywhere ortiz in an interview uh with uh miami herald blamed his latest controversy on beyonce of course some police and other critics believe her super bowl performance which concluded with more than a dozen leather-clad dancers holding their bald fist in the air, was a tribute to the Black Panther Party, a group formed in California in 1966 in response to repeated charges of police brutality against blacks. It's a shame that instead of her using her power to mend fences and build bridges, she's burned bridges, Ortiz said. There are plenty of cases in which black lives are taken, but if it's not law enforcement, it's almost acceptable, which is disgusting. That's a false statement. Right uh in his four paragraph boycott call ortiz also named fallen officer nypd officer richard rainey who died last week from bullet wounds inflicted by two black panthers in 1981 and saluted the dozens of law enforcement officers that have been assassinated by members of the black panthers okay ortiz also rejected moore's charges that his post had racist overtones 
if people come out in white robes and start celebrating the kkk i'd be the first union president to say it's wrong you wouldn't say shit right i guarantee you look at his whole page you don't have a, a word to say about white racism i guarantee it the boycott Mm-mm. beyonce call is just the latest shot fired by ortiz last year he lambasted the city's top female black police officer who was also a muslim for not covering her heart during the pledge of allegiance on social media sites he called the black lives matter movement racist he refers to tamir rice the toy gun wielding 12 year old child shot and killed by a cleveland officer a police officer as a thug and earlier this month he went after a hispanic woman who made national news after she chased down a miami-dade police officer she claimed was speeding ortiz thought she was out of line then he publicized her cell phone and work numbers and urged the public to contact her how is that legal yep i will sue the fuck out of you for that mm-hmm. how can he do this mm-hmm. so there you go uh in reality the only effect of the union vote to not to possibly boycott um uh beyonce would be thinner paychecks for miami cops who will earn more than their hourly wage and are paid for off-duty work at the stadium by the marlins under an agreement pinned with the stadium when the stadium was built miami police Ma, uh, major delrish moss who is not a member of the union said ortiz's letter means nothing because the park will be patrolled even if the city has to find officers from other agencies not all of ortiz's social media posts are negative or against blacks he fought long and hard for a cancer charity for children he was one of the first union presidents to condemn north charleston south carolina police officer michael slagger charged last year with murdering walter scott after shooting him in the back as he was running away he also came out in support of a museum in miami for black cops that's where they belong in a museum put all the new ones in there too uh, right. Reg- <laughs> them all. Regalado, though, uh, acknowledged the union president's most recent rant is different from his past acts. City commissioners are expected to vote next week to settle the federal civil rights lawsuit over police shootings that have been hanging over Miami for years. Uh, yeah, you know, the other thing, too, is um, they say, well, this last one's different from his past acts. Yeah, it's because you didn't do shit about the first ones. Right. So it got worse. Yeah, that's how trolls work. They just keep going right and if they fuck around and be like nah we ain't gonna do them lawsuits you already it's like he's not helping mm-hmm. you know if the city council be like nah you know what we ain't gonna do it they were like you got this racist motherfucker doing shit and then y'all not doing shit that that that's not gonna bode well for the community this affects mm-hmm. uh also i saw this um from uh ajuma baraka who write this is on allafrica.com um and the name of this one is africa semicolon beyonce and the politics of cultural dominance oh lord this is, do we need to play some hotel music uh he does appear to be a black man that title just sounds very 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 um black soap uh <laughs> musk incense sounding where's your dasiki sir <laughs> uh so he writes um beyonce and her dancers recently performed in a pseudo in pseudo panther gear pretending that resistance to the state is a matter of fashionability no real opposition to white supremacy is not cool or sexy being a black revolutionary means the possibility of death it is facing the naked power of the national security state 
i confess i am culturally alienated old disconnected in the 1960s and 1970s radical trying to live and struggle for revolutionary change in a world that might have passed me by because oh. i cannot for the life of me understand how beyonce's commodified caricature of black opposition was in any way progressive oh is he saying this on blog talk radio uh <laughs> Shout out to Black Talk Radio. Instead, what I saw was the cultural power of neoliberal capitalism to co-opt opposition, monetize it, and provide some mindless entertainment all at the same time. I didn't see opposition. I saw the imagery and symbols of authentic black radicalism grotesquely transformed into a depoliticized spectacle by gyrating light-skinned Buddhist short-clad sisters. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told you, man. I'm told that I'm being too harsh. That there were positive messages encoded into Beyonce's performance. In their rebuke of my interpretation, my friends returned to that old canard that we get to meet the people where they are at and take every opportunity within the domain of popular culture to push positive messages. That's this sad and reactionary position only reflects the deep cynicism and alienation of black radical politics. And that has never recovered from the systematic assault of our movement from the 70s onward. An assault that was not only military, but as a centerpiece of its strategy, pushed for a cultural and ideological assimilation of the black African working class and the artificially created middle class. Understanding the power of ideas to shape consciousness. The objective was to Americanize the African American. Saner people would call that process genocide, but in the U.S. it's called racial progress. The success of that strategy and the elimination of the us and emerging people committed to a radical transformational politics with a healthy psychological and emotional distance from them the u.s state its racist colonialist uh colonialist imperialist history was on display in selma at the commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the march in selma barack obama the living personification of that strategy delivered a version of the american narrative that was infused with all of the racist jingoism of bold settlers and the marginalization of genocide and slavery but instead of obama what what does this have to do with beyonce nothing (laughs) that's my point i hate these fuck ass think pieces it ain't got shit to do with her (laughs) i was i don't have hot sauce in my bag swag but instead of Obama being I got run, black soap. <laughs> Wash your ass. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, instead, but instead of Obama being run off the stage and out of town, his rendering of the story of white manifest destiny, U.S. exceptionalism, and black advancement within the context of capitalism was warmly embraced and praised by the new Negroes of empire. In an era, what you know, no, this nigga. You, got hey, you know, this nigga does not watch the show Empire. Mm-hmm, by the way, mm-hmm. in an era where the image is dominant and meaning fluid, what is still real, concrete, and observable in this operation of power, situated and controlled by an elite that Bell Hooks refers to as the white male capitalist patriarchy? It's a power that exercises with devastating efficiency. Its ability to shape consciousness through its control of the major means of communication and cultural production. It has those white men and their representatives that placed Beyonce on that stage at the Super Bowl. Oh, it was though. Okay. All right. Them white people put her on stage. Okay. It is incredibly naive to think that anything subversive or even remotely oppositional to the interests of capitalist oligarchy would be a loud expression on the stage that it controlled. So then why are all these people so mad? 
right now right why i mean can you explain why the cops don't want to do her security anymore if it's not it's nothing subversive about it that's weird just everybody figured it out but you Beyonce's performance in her video is as, as conservative and accommodationist as the demand for justice for filling the blank. After one of the defenders of the capitalist orders, executives, one of our folks, executes one of our folks. So he's saying her video is cons- as conservative and accommodationist as when people say justice for Tamir Rice. Because he says that's also, that's also empty. That don't mean anything when people say they want justice for these people everyone can give lip service to the demand for racial justice or oppose the bad apples in the police force that abuse their power and most people except for the rabbit races can and do get behind the idea that black lives should matter that is why the movement has not been shut down at least not yet yes that everybody can agree we you know except for rabbit races and everybody that says all lives matter and all police officers and everybody at fox news and a whole lot of liberal allies and you know couldn't get bernie to say it at first i mean you know o'malley wouldn't say i mean hey you know other than that (laughs) uh let's see no folks real opposition to this white supremacist colonialist imperialist order is not cool or sexy wait did our did it scroll up or did he just repeat the same thing repeat the same thing okay being a black revolutionary means the possibility of death it can mean facing decades of incarceration as a political prisoner it can mean exile or inability to make a living because of your liberal friends consider you dangerous it is facing the naked power of the national uh, security state with its power to engage in extrajudicial murder with impunity surveillance and infiltration those who claim that Assata taught them should have been outraged by the brazen commodified blackness being pushed by capitalist marketers. Did Assata say that we could never be free while the American government and the American capitalism remain intact? That is a call for total resistance that could be co-opted by the bourgeois culture. I wonder if this dude uh, got any ads on his website. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did he eat? Like, who... You know what I'm saying? Where does, where does his checks come from? Mm-hmm. He's like, all I do is use the white man's internet to get my message out. Yes, I do it. But that's it. I'm using. I I, I got to carry a pigeon to get this piece out. Time one ain't get none. Check for me. In this period of media-driven pseudo opposition in the form of Tanahasi Coates. Oh shit. Beyonce or even Bernie Sanders, it is increasingly difficult to make the distinction between image and reality, especially when the production of images and beyond and symbols is controlled by dominant forces with an interest in keeping us all stupid. It is only through ruthless criticism and commitment to struggling beyond the accepted paradigms that we can per- penetrate the BS and engage in a politics that is truly subversive. And that kind of politics will never be brought to you in living color in the safety of your homes while you stuff yourself with poison foods and spirits to dull the mind. Ajamu Baraka is a human rights activist, organizer, geopolitical analyst. Baraka is associate fellow for the Institute of Policy Studies in Washington, D.C. and editor and contributing columnist for the Black Agenda Report. His latest publication includes controversies 
uh contributes contributes contributions to killing trayvon's an anthology of american violence counterpunch books imagine living in socialist usa harper collins 2014 and claims no easy victories the legacy of amokar cabral code seria 2013 uh he can be reached at amujabaraka.com now i'm assuming he's giving those books away for free who's buying them i'm assuming he's trading them trading them in amazon in good in good faith just handing the books out Mm -hmm. to the community because i mean i hope hopefully he's not trying to commercialize commodify this blackness by selling them books there amazon in the free bin yeah i'm i mean it would be a damn shame if i found out i had to buy these books (laughs) about blackness because according to him the revolutionary would never be done that way so i i mean i should be able to i mean his website shouldn't have oh god damn it's 9.99 on amazon god damn it brother ah well you know what they say solidarity is for black women you know i'm saying for black men it's uh sisters y'all don't get to make no money off this blackness now buy my book (laughs) you goddamn capitalist buy my book though it'll be out in stores on the 15th (laughs) number one time come on now the white man's new york times bestsellers but y'all spend these dollar bills with these white man on me my book is ten dollars <laughs> the fuck is happening here the so-called negro better have ten dollars let you not have ten dollars to get that book see what happened <laughs> get cussed out in swahili <laughs> show up to his house talking around some hey dog let me let me put like five on it see what happened <laughs> you see how poor the white man is when he beat your ass see that's what's wrong with my our people this, today we always trying to put something on it <laughs> just like beyonce she want to do what put that ass on you see what i'm saying <laughs> it's all connected brother <laughs> turn off the super bowl ain't nothing super or bowling about it and speaking of bowling, why you gonna go bowling? You know, bowling, and you take that ball and you knock down the white pins, dog, <laughs> with the red necks. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where are we going here? <laughs> and you put on a white man's bowling shoes. And you, you stick your fingers in a black ball. Right. Roll it down the ramp. And the game is over when you knock down all the white pins with red necks. But what happens at the end of the game, brother? They put some more white pins in your way. Yeah, they do. Because the white man never stops. He keeps refilling and refilling and refilling and refilling. You can never win, brother. That's the game. As long as you play the game, you can't win. That's why when I go bowling, I throw my ball straight in the gutter. Ah! And I don't pay. I play for free <laughs> for my people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, sad racism in politics, okay. Uh, somebody told this little black girl that President Obama will not get to be president forever. Oh, and she turned into me. Hey, well, why are you crying? Tell me why you crying, so you can tell everybody. Serve two terms, and his time is up. 
okay. We got to vote for another president. I'm not ready either, Bo. <laughs> Did she admit that, honey? She broke out in tears. She was like, what you mean? I feel like uh, a lot of black people are that little baby inside. Yes. Like, but Hillary or Bernie gonna be president? Ah, I don't want it. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> you can vote for a new president. Um, Kendrick Lamar, of course, had that brilliant performance at the Grammys, and now one of the people that works with him is uh revealing some of the messages inside this 2016 uh grammy's performance uh i still don't think they really revealed everything but because uh, they didn't uh break down the lyrics and the fact that that date was uh the same day that um that trayvon martin died um so anyway but they said they broke down some of it just the visual part of it because uh, it was his sta- friend and stylist Di- diane garcia uh so she knew all the like you know the the costume design all that stuff um she said he was involved in the sense that he knew exactly what he wanted he showed me a photo of prisoners that was like this is my inspiration they there were these guys walking in the chain gang he said i want to i want them to look like this and i knew that he wanted african guys to glow in the dark because they were going to go into a sequence where everything was going to be dark and they were going to be lit with uv lights the african theme portion of the performance featured body paint was inspired by maasai warriors the nilo the nilotic ethnic group inhabited kenya and tanzania another african culture served as a reference for the female dancers as well you can't really see it on stage but the girls the dancers they had red paint painted all over their bodies and that inspired specific that was inspired specifically by the himba tribe in north namibia namibia um they were they wear this red paint that's supposed to represent the color of earth and the blood uh and we picked the himba tribe basically because they are really strong women who do all the labor and work while taking care of their own homes and all this stuff while the men are out herding cattle and doing politics as for the prisoner part of the set 
lamar and garcia embedded layers of symbolism into the outfits worn by the dancers tde was written on the back of each performer in reflective 3m paint on the, in addition the inmates prison numbers represent nat turner's famous slave revolt which took place august 21st through 23rd 1831 in southampton county virginia oh. yep i still think he i still wonder if he blacked his eye uh for trayvon you know because yeah. he had he definitely had black eye makeup on like he got a black eye uh let's see in other rap news apparently fetty uh is in some trouble Uh oh his baby mama is planning to take him to the bank um one of his baby mamas loving hip-hop's masika oh shit maybe remember her from season one of la uh-huh she plans to take a lot from him. Masika maintains her claim that Fetty Wap is definitely the father of her unborn child and that he was the only one she he was the only one she was sexually involved with between late June and early July. Apparently Fetty doesn't completely believe that he's the father and there's only one way to find out. Masika has submitted court papers demanding Fetty take a paternity test. Ooh, she did the test. Ooh. Honey, she is show because you don't you don't go out like that unless you like, yeah, we on we gonna see. Uh she is demanding child support and living expenses. She also plans to seek full custody of the child. She also claims she needs $17,000 a month total. And of that $17,000, $4,500 will go to rent. Uh, $820 will go to the housekeeper. And $2,000 for clothes. Uh, what is this number? What is those? Does that add up right? That doesn't add up right. Mm-mm. Anyway, I don't know what the rest is going to. The rest is going to go to condoms. It's going somewhere. Hopefully. Uh, well um doesn't sound too good for uh for old, for old mr wap there Mm-mm. you know i guess in the end of the day he finally uh met his trap queen Seventeen thirty eight. that's exactly how much child support she wants a month Seventeen thirty eight. ah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> let's see what other news oh ray j and princess from love and hip-hop seeking love and hip-hop news mm-hmm. they went and got some relationship advice finally you know well i'm like good for them you know things are uh you know kind of bad for ray j and princess at times and uh you know they really do need to to have some intervention so they went to talk to somebody that knows a lot about relationships and marriage and uh it was uh steve harvey they went to the steve harvey show because <laughs> you know steve will always give you the real karen mm-hmm. you know and ray j and princess you know they i think they moved in together and she wants to get married put the house in her name so i mean things are no, getting pretty you serious. know it's real mm-hmm. so you know it's getting serious when you put the house in her name give me an example ray j what was some some of the stuff you were doing we had an incident in new orleans where the uh, police got involved um, and we got into this argument and it got loud and, you know, glasses was being thrown in the, in the room and then all of a sudden the police show up and, and somebody got to go. You know, somebody got to deal with what's going on in the situation and it was very unfortunate that they took her, you know. But it all started with me telling her I'm about to bring you some soul food home and get caught up at the strip club. You know, that's what happened. And and before then, it was just, you know, multiple times of me just not caring about our communication, staying out all night. And all she needed is that phone call. 
to just be or FaceTime, baby, I'm in the studio with my friends, it's all good, but that no call leaves her going and going and going. And I, I mean, I, I was a cheater, you know? And so for by, her, by the way, this is why Ray J is so good. One, he knows how and why he fucked up. Yep. That, and he makes you believe he want to do better. The thing is, he knows how and why. He knew how and why when he did it. He don't give a fuck. He going to not give a fuck as soon as this interview is over. Well, he can explain to you his actions in painstaking detail. Because he know. Right to your face. You know, he's like, and I know why you're mad. I know what I did wrong. You know, uh, I know I'm cheating. I'm out here doing it. The uh, the other part of this is, I wonder if Mona Scott is pissed because she's like, why couldn't y'all do this with Dr. Jeff? Right. Like, Dr. Jeff is right here. Are they going to, like, is she going to have to borrow clips from this show to put on the next week, the next uh, season of Love and Hip Hop? You know, I guarantee LA? you, watch, watch. They're going to have an update in their contract clauses. And mm-hmm. this is gonna be a part of it. Y'all can't be for real. Y'all probably can't be going on other people's. Shows. I mean, it's good promotion for the show. Yes, sir. So I mean, I could, I would understand why she would want them to be on this show. I just want to know if she gonna play clips from this because this could have been Doctor Jeff job. You know, I'm just True. wondering. To even still be with me, to hang in there, to even stick with me through all of the turmoil and that—that's how I knew she was the one because she didn't have to stay with me. She didn't have to to to, to deal with that, but she loved me. And she still loves me, and I started to see that, and I started to go, you know what? That's the only girl I ever felt like this for, and before I lose her, I'm going to step up and do what I'm supposed to do. According to TMZ, police arrested Prince's love for assaulting Ray J. They said she cracked his ribs, busted his lips, and tore his ACL. Okay, now, that was less than a year ago. Yeah. Well, first off, she didn't crack my ribs. I mean, TMZ is accurate, and I, I got nothing but love for TMZ. They they cool people. But some of the stuff got mixed in with everything that was going on in New Orleans. And, and it was sad that she, you know, that they took her to jail because I didn't want that to happen. And if they would have took me to jail, then I probably wouldn't even be sitting here with you. Because after that, you know, it's hard to bounce back. Yeah. You know, it's hard to bounce back. And even though we was just arguing, just arguing, yeah. you know, it just leads up to this and leads up to that and you know whatever job or field you in you know you work hard to get to a certain point and that one instant everything is over hey folks welcome uh thanks for checking oh, no, no, that's enough steve that's mm-hmm. enough i don't care what ray j said she whooped his ass and it's something that's what happened she whooped his ass see i can't i would not put it past um ray j and them to have been in a a dispute where maybe even he was wrong and for, since he was already on his like whatever probation uh i wouldn't put it beyond uh ray j to be like no you need to go to jail because if i go to jail i'll go to jail for real i won't get out this time i'm on probation mm. and I but the injuries is real so what he fucked himself up i don't know that those injuries are real he just said that 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 information wasn't right and he definitely had no torn fucking acl the nigga was walking around just fine he didn't heal for no ACL that fast in time to record the season. He would have been <laughs> doing rehab on crutches that's, or something. That's professional injuries. He ain't not no NFL player. <laughs> right. You heard your, you tell your ACL, man, you are done for a while. You want to at least have a limp. Like, I don't think that shit happened that way. And the, and the way that she gets mad at him and she was mad about the fact that she had to go to jail for him and said that a real man wouldn't do that. It makes me think that he did have her take the fall. You know? Like, whatever, like maybe she did put her hands on him or something maybe and maybe it got physical both ways but 
i wouldn't be shocked if the reason she's still pissed is because she's like you owe me because i went to jail for your ass right and it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up marrying her well he might there's a part too you know i always had to your, bring your the woman out in new orleans was a defining time in you all's relationship what led up to that it was just a climax of everything that had happened like the past four years you know the constant cheating the lying finding condoms and suitcases you know hashtagging his name when i can't find him and it was valentine's day oh, so okay. for you what's been the worst thing that he's done i would say just like letting me go to jail you know not protecting me yeah i'm sorry I just feel like, you know, as a man, you're supposed to protect your woman. And I just felt like he just didn't do that. Sorry, baby. So police come to a call and you just felt like you, you took the fall for it. Well, no, it was a lot. It was my fault, too. I overreacted. He never came back to the hotel room. He got another room. I called downstairs and tried to find out what room he was in. They said, we can't give you the room number, but we can tell you what floor he's on. You know, I <laughs> went to the fifth floor and right. I on every door on that floor. Someone called the police. You know, I was throwing things. I was livid. I would not talk to the police because they were very rude to me. So they ended up taking me. Hey, folks, welcome. Uh, thanks for checking. So no, I take go. that back. You're right. I, 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 okay. I, just hearing her talk, yeah, she took the blame for that. Yeah, because this sounds like it's way more to what she's saying to me. Mm-hmm. And that's just, obviously, we don't know. But that's just a speculation on my part. I just feel like it's more than that. You know? Sound. Yeah, she took the bullet and she's upset that she had to. Yeah, at least that's how it sounds to me. Because mm-hmm. while, I mean, if you did the shit, this, then it's really none of his fault other than him pissing you off. You know, unless you really were like... um motherfucker you're not gonna be you know like i shouldn't be taking any of the blame for this shit so um all right let's see what other news we got yeah. oh go ahead about to say yeah i'm surprised they talked to steve Hopper. i'm surprised they ain't talked to mario and luigi because you know he pushed her off and she went down the tube and went to, into the pool <laughs> all right uh rihanna <laughs> uh apparently has worked her way into another number one hit and has passed michael jackson uh for number yes. one hits work 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 number number work work da, 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 work that's all that's you know that's my jam but that's how i hit in my head yeah she finally realized nobody was really listening for her vocals i don't care just so work girl, work well, it. she might as well just make the words up and it works for me t- i am here rihanna <laughs> i am here um and in the video uh you know she ain't got no no bra on you can see her titties and shit oh shit i ain't seen the video oh my god it's shout out to title uh first of all with the title uh they got both versions of the video what, um, clean and unclean what's happening here uh well i mean the first one is a bunch of um like jamaica people having like a dance hall type thing oh drake in it yep well he you know he rap she is killing this jamaican like outfit with the mesh and the the 
the red, green, and black. The yellow. And, uh, you know, as as all Jamaicans dance, it's, you know, pretty much like uh, sexual assault, but to to a beat to a rhythm yeah uh and then uh you know eventually we get to part two i'll just show you some of that and then we can uh move on I don't know when rihanna decided just fuck it titties for everybody but i'm here for it and i appreciate it me too baby like uh she just she just like reached the final level you know like she just hit that ah! she just hit the final four she just hit the switch like she on peds or something right and she just keep getting thicker and thicker right every year she's just like hey, a little bit more grown woman weight and check this out here's some titties um at any rate so she uh got another number one hit on the billboards um and it started kind of bad because uh she had a highly highly anticipated eighth album anti which debuted a few weeks ago but it was haphazard uh because it got leaked then it got posted on title where it was given away for absolutely free thanks to a deal with samsung the album eventually hit number one on the billboard charts after its first full week out on the market so things were momentarily looking sunnier but then rihanna canceled her grammy's performance last minute due to bronchitis and also postponed the first eight dates of her forthcoming anti-world tour due, uh, due to nobody really knows um after that period of cloudy skies though things are looking up again she turned 28 on saturday celebrating the characteristic rihanna fashion um uh wait i now I need to click that link to see what she did right oh by uh twerking her booty in a new video that was uh that was a great way to celebrate let me just uh bookmark that for later yeah! and close all right uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody want the link in the chat nope uh <laughs> and then today she dropped the video for the first single work which is a two-for-one deal in which in the first video she and drake dance provocatively in the dance hall club and in the second her and drake dance provocatively in a private room and it's a fitting clip day for the clip to be- debut as billboard announced today the song reached number one on the hot 100 making it the 14th song of rihanna's to climb to the top get it girl this puts the superstar past michael jackson leaving her only shy of the beatles elvis presley uh beatles have 20 elvis Presley had 18 mariah carey has 18 so rihanna mariah carey has 18 number ones wow that's amazing when 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 she used to like really sing like when she was younger oh she killed it for years man rihanna like the tiger woods of this shit she just needs seven more seven more of the number one hits over the rest of her career to reach the top which seems pretty possible um so oh yeah i am here for it girl you are here for it mm-hmm and azalea banks is not here for it what is azalea bank in the top two million 
<laughs> azalea banks this is rihanna's work video as like beyonce but not as fly as she slams pill popping divas rapper azalea banks is taking a jab at rihanna in another twitter rant in a sense deleted tweet on monday the outspoken artist mocked the singer's new work video as a pale imitation of beyonce's 2009 baby boy video work video reminds me of the baby boy video with sean paul except not as fly she wrote on monday and the big beat artist went on to criticize pill popping divas who make minimal effort to put out good music rihanna's video features dancers twerking and shows the singer wearing a long mesh dress and getting close to drake who also appears on the track beyonce's 2009 video has a scene with the pop or the pop star dances in the crowded club wearing an orange jumpsuit um so then they have some some outtakes of both uh azalea then had some harsh words for the music industry in general me watching the mediocrity that is music in 2016 she wrote sharing a photo of a woman looking bored while smoking oh it's new york new york smoking that cigarette that's a meme uh everybody's seen with a hair rolled music is honestly so fucking trash and boring let's talk let's start a fucking beef and make shit interesting all these fucking pill popping divas doing the least at getting she be the, so bored she ain't got nothing to do because she ain't making music uh, doing the least and the shit is boring get these hoes a coffee and a pair of boxing gloves bring out the real artist five exclamation points and okay i know it ain't just me but i don't know her for her music i know her for this oh. Every, everybody does okay it, it's like well then put out some music to to to, to quote unquote prove these bitches wrong then where your number one excuse me single mm-hmm so you're talking about it but they making money and touring what is you doing honey um, other than sitting down and tweeting like me i don't know i mean what is she exactly required to do you know i don't, I don't know i don't know what she does yeah other than fight people on the plane and call them niggas and faggots <laughs> right yep that's her thing okay i just want to be sure i don't i don't know man i think she might just have some like People talk about Kanye's tweets. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> like, I think she needs some help on the low. She line. might need to talk to somebody. Her shit, is, she is wild, man. Right. And getting in physical altercations with people and shit. Mm-hmm. Good luck, man. She just seemed like a troll. Like that's it. That's you know? it. Um. Apparently, the Netflix habits of you and your boo are more telling than we initially guessed. In the past, singles were able to gauge the seriousness of a relationship by the frequency in which a potential partner invited them over for Netflix and chill, read sex. But I mean, isn't that always? The, isn't that the case in every version of ch- and chill? I mean, if it's sex, the more you invite me over for sex, the more serious the relationship is probably assumed to be, even when it's not. <laughs> Anyway, according to Refinery29, out of 1,008 of adults whose range ages range from 18 to 29, 51% of them expressed that they believe sharing a Netflix password means that the relationship is serious. Yes, yes it is, because I don't want to go in there my shit, and I'll be like, well, let's go get the Jessica jo- Why am I on season 14 of Jessica Jones? And I just opened it up today. Yeah, I got to love you for that. That's why they made them separate because Roger kept getting my bad black movies accused up in his. But now we have separate we have accounts. separate profiles, not separate accounts. Oh, that's one account. But Netflix allows you up to like three profiles or something like that. So we have we both use my account. So you oh, know you, okay. you're using my Netflix password as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm assuming single people. That's a big step. Like, now you get to create your own profile or possibly fuck up mine. 
yes, that, and just for the fact that I'm I'm paying for this bitch. So yeah, you fuck it up, we're gonna have problems. Yeah, you paying seven dollars though? Come on. But I'm paying for it. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying it ain't. You know, you spend that on you spend that easily. You know, that's like a coffee at Starbucks. It's, I think it's just more the the ownership of that and then Mine. the trust of giving Mine. your password out uh what was even more interesting was that 17 percent of participants responded that they would not be willing to share their passwords with a partner until they were engaged i don't see no ring on these friends <laughs> ain't that the truth can i baby can i um use your netflix password i'm just trying to nope. watch some uh-uh by your own i'll log in myself get off my shrine my shoulder no you want half of this 7.99 you're gonna have to come off a two months worth of paying paychecks right because and buy me a ring i don't it's it's and it's not a large bill but it's a goddamn bill so they like fuck that <laughs> yeah so uh 25 percent of people find uh people more attractive based on the shows they watch uh 27 insist show compatibility is important 58 percent have added shows and movies to their profile to attract a potential suitor wow wow oh so you in the daredevil okay let's see how i get that oh you like narcos okay making <laughs> making it official netflix official 51 percent believe sharing a netflix password means the relationship is serious and 17 percent of course won't share unless they're engaged um 65 percent engage in negotiations over picking shows 35 percent trade show for show like we could watch this show then we watch your show and 58 percent of people bond over netflix who knew netflix had such a you know had such a effect on people's relationships it, I, it and i guess for me it makes sense because a lot of people actually watch more if, i wonder if they do a statistic to show if people watch actually more hours quote unquote because a lot of people when they watch netflix they binge mm-hmm. so i wonder um like do people watch more netflix than they actually do actual television i don't know if that makes sense what i'm asking mm-hmm. like oh, and overall in totality or shows. i wouldn't be surprised why people cut their cable off but then they right. have netflix R- right and so that's why netflix is very important because they were like look i don't have a cable bill but i do have this yeah mm-hmm. and i'll just say it's almost like if you go with somebody's house and they don't the minimal i mean you ain't got to have amazon and all the other stuff but if you ain't got the minimal netflix Mm-hmm. people are like um i don't know if we need to be in a relationship you mean tell me you too cheap to spend 7.99 for this yeah all right i mean came on yeah can't be yeah. mad at that because that's how i feel when i go to my mama's house woman ain't even got the internet i'm looking like mama what's happening here do i need to leave because i can't netflix and chill because you ain't got no netflix <laughs> shit you ain't got the right i can can't even and chill here right Mm-mm. can't can't even eat chill nothing Mm-mm. then she be like well well baby why you gotta go mama the game on no mm, i got to go Mm-mm yeah well, can't blame you there um all right i guess we can get into some uh some uh fucking with black people uh, now i feel like it's about that time it's about that time so let's uh let's do that you sure we ain't already been fucked with go I, ahead i mean we have been okay really, i want to be sure might as well wait it's that's the right song yeah that's right we're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. 
that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all love to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go and read articles from all over the world and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 how much we feel fucked with today's contestants uh, a lot of different people let's just say everybody break it down all right um let's see so the cop who killed uh akai Gurley, i believe that's how you pronounce it or maybe it's a key Gurley, um was convicted and sentenced um now he is an asian cop and uh you know for the nypd and he is um i think his name is like peter lang or liang mm-hmm. and there have been rallies from the asian community for peter liang where they're saying he's been scapegoated is one tragedy but it's two victims him and a guy girly um that there's selective justice and that he's in it's essentially they're mad because he wasn't allotted white privilege and didn't get away with murder come on now i mean technically i believe it was considered manslaughter and um because um you know his his of course his reason i didn't kill him on purpose it was the dark hallway he got scared he shot him but he also didn't give any like cp uh cpr any life-saving techniques um he also on first day he also called his union rep for his before calling you know calling in the fact that he shot this person um and the a lot of asia, the asian community seems to be just pissed that he didn't get the same treatment that many white men who kill black suspects that are unarmed or in this case not even a suspect it's an innocent black man um he didn't get that same treatment and uh yo that's fucked up yes it is because the uh, this i interpreted i interpreted it like this they're going where well, he's a scapegoat because he's not white and they and a lot of them feel like well he wouldn't have went to jail if he wasn't white which is fucked up because he committed a crime and he shot somebody and he broke the law so he deserves to go to jail yeah well they're like he's a scapegoat because they didn't rally around him and protect him like the police do and i'm not saying there's no racial element to why they chose not to protect him i mean right but the justice was was meted out this is what happens when you recklessly take a life on in the line of duty it's kind of just what happens and it's what should happen anyway and their whole thing is like well why did it only happen to us and i do agree it is wild that it only happened to y'all and it's probably something racist but the argument shouldn't be, well, this guy should get out scot-free. The argument should be other motherfuckers need to go to jail for doing the same fucking thing. Right, right, right. And and it's also one of those things where I feel as though when it comes to being against white supremacy, a lot of groups are, they don't mind white supremacy as long as it benefits them. And uh be it true false or indifferent in our society a lot of asian americans are considered the quote unquote the the model citizen 
the model minority My, model minority that's right model minority like you're even better than me and white but when it comes down to it you not you still not white R- right and and they're getting a taste of that they're they're getting a taste of nah dog nah we're gonna treat you just like them because my question to these people were you are guys out in the street when black people were getting shot like mm-hmm. were, were you protesting then when off when an officer killed these people but are you just mad because he's asian because right. the thing about it is that a lot of people don't understand this when black people fight for black lives matter they're fighting for everybody but but it's one of those things where people don't have a tendency not to hear that uh deray and all these other people they're fighting when white people get killed they fight when asian like they're all across the board fighting for all these people but it's never reciprocated back it's always well y'all on that black shit so we don't really care we're not concerned about you until it's you and it's one of those things where um and, and, and like you said, it's just really, really fucked up because it's like the reasoning they're mad is just fucked up. It's like we should be like, look, other motherfuckers that kill people need to go to jail too. But it's like, nope, we're mad because he Asian and he went to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I don't know. It's just, I don't know, man. It's the it's wrong headed. It's the wrong way to go about the shit. I don't know what else to tell you. You know, it's kind of reminds me of how you know uh black men will side in situations with uh a rapist if he's a black man but Mm -hmm. then any other situation then it's like oh no i get it we all need solidarity for racial issues unless this happens to be about me and this feels like you know um and uh, asian people should be able to understand the idea behind black lives matter and the idea about racial racial injustice and discrimination and shit but then it's like until it's an uh, an asian dude pulling the trigger then it's like well why didn't he get why didn't he get off too it's like that's not that's not what justice would look like here what justice would look like is y'all showing up and protesting whenever a white cop gets away so how about from now on you guys show up to the marches when another black person is inevitably killed by the police how about you show up to those marches and you help us use some of your model minority you know uh influence to help us get these other cops convicted because all these cops should be going to jail not just not just this guy it's not like black people are like we just want this this peter liang to go to jail and nobody else nah we want any cop out here you know the people who choked out eric Gardner. we want them go to jail where were y'all then right you know don't don't just try to show up on some racial shit to support a guy getting off for 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 ending the person's life that's not okay no um thompson ymca was forced to end uh one of their summer programs this year um it's been going for quite some time where's this at uh detroit i believe okay um so yeah it basically the ymca known for helping young people become responsible citizens facing questions about whether the organization put innocent fifth graders through traumatic experiences of being a slave during one of its camp programs what's happening here at night during the camp according to two african-american parents their children were made to act as slaves on the auction block while some teachers and camp instructors acted as slave masters chasing them on real horseback is this what the parents signed up for or did i pay the ten dollars for the overnight stay and this is some shit that y'all did on your own did i did i did, did i sign up for this 
the activity called underground railroad is dubbed by the ymca as an educational experience but for parent tiffany burchett the slavery reenactment last year traumatized her 10 year old daughter michaela burchett the mother's complaint reached the donors of the aclu of michigan this year i mean the doors of aclu of michigan this year which wasted no time in forcing the ymca to immediately halt the activity how long has this activity been happening Burchard recalled how in November 2015, she signed up her daughter, a student at Party Elementary School in Dearborn Heights, to attend the YMCA store camps in Jackson. At the camp, children enjoy such activities as nature hikes, kayaking, canoeing, horseback riding, and sitting around campfires. Well, I guess all those things were probably done on the Underground Railroad. My daughter came home at the camp. She was very disturbed. She told me what happened. First, I was wondering if this is a ritual that they do to these kids every year they, they attend camp. She told me the camp instructors included some of their teachers, which danced, at, which were, uh, were, which were they had, I'm sorry, included some of their teachers dancing or dancing and happy before they went out to do their slavery enactment. Burgess said she sent an email to the school principal, William J. Murphy, December 11th, detailing her daughter's racially insensitive experience at the camp and that the children had since been displaying bouts of sadness. She said in her email that the slave masters, camp instructors and teachers had certificates which allowed them to pay for slaves and the students were required to hold up the certificates when they were bought or sold. Why would they make just the black kids do this? What lesson is are they teaching everybody else? The email also... So mm -hmm. this wasn't for all the children? According to what I read earlier, I think, didn't they say just two black kids? Oh. The email also noted as the mother of an African-American son and daughter, I'm dismayed that the party elementary would uh authorize and condone such an extremely racially insensitive and damaging activity murphy the principal responded by underscoring the value of the underground railroad experience stating as of this response not one student has expressed to us that they felt that way about the ugrr uh underground railroad activity now why would that be your response well nobody else said shit okay well maybe i'm the canary in the motherfucking coal mine this doesn't seem healthy no it doesn't no it doesn't if you could have so, just taught the kids about it without putting the black kids on the slave auction block come on man and the thing is this time like this has been happening for a while so these other children just went through this experience and went home and said nothing he right maybe maybe they're kids how the fuck would That's they know true, they children right he also said as part of being in character students and staff are reminded not to look at any of the underground railroad characters in the eye while interacting with them and at the time in history it was considered disrespectful to do so Murphy for, forwarded Birch's concerns to Nancy Berger, director of outdoor environmental education for the YMCA store camps, who responded to the principal denying Birch's claims. In the evaluations at the end of the week, 54 of the students said that it was their favorite evening program, which is impressive as it shows the students truly learn something from the experience. Berger told Murphy, then contacted by the, when contacted by this writer and asked to explain the metrics of the evaluation and the racial makeup of the students, she declined to speak on the matter. Yeah, you were so proud of it, but you don't want to talk about it. During an interview with Burchett, another parent, Regina Crutchfield, came forward to say her daughter, Brooklyn Jones, a fifth grader at Jane Addams Elementary in Redford, had gone through a similar experience in November at the Y-Store camp. My daughter said she was scared one of the guys, camp instructors, reenacted killing a deputy. They could not do that in front of a 10-year-old. Yeah, they should not do that in front of a 10-year-old. And not when kids are hundreds of miles away from home. If they want to teach black history, they should do that in the classroom. Right right they probably don't even teach this shit in the class they just take you outside and be right. like this, let's teach some black history i get to be massive uh mark french a staff attorney at the michigan aclu racial justice project wrote a letter on february 4th to kevin washington president and ceo of the ymca usa demanding to halt the program 
uh washington is an african-american um not only is the underground railroad activity emotionally and intellectually harmful it also creates a racially hostile environment that has legal implications both for the camp in its role as an educational institution or agent of educational institution and for the schools that send their students to the camp facility yeah because teachers are playing a role of racist masters right and children see this something could happen i mean it's even just as an exercise if you just took out the if it's offensive or not somebody gonna finally fuck up and take it too far they gonna hit a kid they gonna cuff them they gonna say something uh be like no 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 it's okay that's what masters would have said in the 1800s and next thing you know you getting sued the same day the aclu letter was distracted dispatched brad toff the president of the ymca of greater toledo which operates the ymca store camps called fancher to tell him that they ended the they're ending the underground railroad project and just had to go up the chain of command till somebody with some fucking common sense and something to lose said oh wait a minute this is stupid right why didn't y'all tell me about this the guarantee was probably if some councils lost their jobs the program thought of with this idea why did it come up and why wasn't it brought to my attention for approval the program had been in effect for 20 years god damn so they definitely had already been up the chain of command just nobody ever called them out on it uh it's held several times during the year about 40 school districts public and private have participated in the camps while denying a request for an interview thomas said the program was discontinued when we were recently informed of a child who felt unsafe during the experience we applaud fancher fancher said during the uh praise the decision in the program we applaud the ymca's mature and responsible decision to terminate the underground railroad activity the activity presented a risk of trauma for children who identify with their enslaved ancestors we encourage further efforts to educate children about slavery but without reenactments and in consultation with experts so y'all not gonna teach them anything and well, oh why did you say that hmm? why'd you say they're gonna they're not gonna teach them anything i just want to know I, and, and I might be wrong, but it's going to be more of, because they're scrapping the program. So I want to know, what are you going to put in the place of this program since you're quote unquote not doing that? So I think if they're going to scrap the program, in my opinion, you go, well, since we can't do this, you know how people go to the extreme. We're just not going to teach them about this at all. Oh, yeah. Well, you might be right. Yeah, like, maybe like, they like, will like, do like that. That's my thing because you know, because you don't take the time to teach them this shit in the classroom. So what make me think that you're going to take the time? I'm not trying to be funny to, to teach them this in this environment. This is the stupid-ass way to teach them. You should be teaching them this in all settings where where they're not the children are not intimidated. And see, this is why I don't have children because you ship my child hundreds of miles away and I find out you're doing this bullshit. Yes, somebody's going to have to answer. Yeah, that makes perfect sense uh a hundred for both of those stories yes all right let's try to do some uh guest stories now that is time for some guest the race that's, that's right it's guest the race time now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist all right uh west palm beach florida a florida teen was arrested on suspicion of practicing medicine without a license after he allegedly performed a physical exam on an undercover agent on tuesday what what kind of physical exam um probably something involving the vagina or the butt or the boobs if uh he's like uh any other florida team 
<laughs> like. Developing right now, an 18-year-old under arrest accused of posing as a doctor. Detectives say he was running a medical office and didn't even have a license to practice. Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office arrested 18-year-old Malachi Love Robinson. They say he opened a medical office on North Congress Avenue in West Palm Beach. <gasps> on Love Robinson's Facebook page, his occupation is listed as owner physician at New Birth Life Holistic and Alternative Medical Center. Today, during an undercover sting, detectives say he performed a physical exam on an undercover agent and offered medical advice. Love Robinson was also investigated and cited by the Department of Health for practicing medicine without a license last October. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Because that is a reasonable thing to do as a teen uh, when you're from Florida. You got to get up in there and... check this shit don't you gotta get your give a give your uh your doctor's number or some shit let's just mm -mm, mm -mm. you paid you paid the you paid the money here's here's your paperwork he's also facing a civil suit uh for writing a bad check to a car dealer holy shit this 18 uh 17 when he wrote this bad check he was grifting like a motherfucker yes he was like a like a professional con artist. Greco Mazda says in the civil lawsuit that back in June, Love Robinson bought a new 2016 Mazda 6 like this one. It cost $27,000, and Love Robinson wrote a down payment check of $1,800. But Greco says the check bounced, and after a few days of Love Robinson attempting to come up with the money, the dealer filed a lawsuit and took the car back. Love Robinson finally responded to the lawsuit in August, writing this letter, in which he says it was a mistake with the bank closing his account. He writes, he understands the dealer's position because people do often con them, but this was not the case. Love Robinson also writes that he wants to work out an agreement that $7,200 is a lot to ask for on behalf of a mistake that was made by a young man. That $7,200 is the amount of damages the dealership says it's due. As far as this non-military affidavit, I spoke to the dealer's HR director who says she doesn't know, but it might reference that Love Robinson was attempting to get an active military discount on the car, typically $500 off the price. And as the affidavit shows, the then 17-year-old was not in the military. god what is wrong with him i have no idea yeah he, like he has a website and everything um just oh my god this picture oh, oh that my picture god. the best who will let this person touch their vagina right Dr. Malachi A. Love Robinson is a well-rounded professional that treats and cares for patients using a system of practice that bases treatment of physiological functions and abnormal conditions on the natural laws governing the human body. Dr. Love Robinson utilizes physiological, psychological, and mechanical methods such as air, water, light, heat, earth, 
phototherapy food and herb strap therapy psychotherapy electrotherapy who gonna let this motherfucker attach some electro trolls to them physiotherapy mechanotherapy naturopathic corrections and manipulation and natural methods and modalities together with natural medicines natural processed foods and herbs and nature's remedies wow and he's really on here with real doctors oh oh that's right because you normally go into practices with other doctors this is a new birth new life medical center urgent care llc holy shit i know why hasn't he been taken off this site yet and i know he's about to get sued by all those patients because i guarantee you he got patients (laughs) yeah dr strange love let dr love put his hands on that vagina girl is he be writing prescriptions too how would he it sounded like all his shit he was trying to be like i'm a nature holistic person because he probably can't write a prescription probably didn't have any authority to do that shit how long he been running his practice don't you gotta be in school like 12 years to be a doctor how you gotta be in school forever motherfucker think he doogie Howser md and shit he was the youngest one ever right and then with his haircut he got a mohawk like the fuck is letting somebody with a mohawk touch they genitals come on dog Give me a physical. Impersonating a doctor. The 18-year-old who calls himself Dr. Love is out on bail now, and he went one-on-one with ABC's Matt Gutman, who joins us now. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, George. Malachi Love Robinson is a precocious 18-year-old who just opened a medical clinic with his name on the door, but he's still very much a youngster who showed up at the interview with his grandfather. Now, he told me he finished being homeschooled at 15, has a passion for helping people. He may soon also have a police record. Malachi Love Robinson, the teen, marched out of his Florida clinic in handcuffs. Malachi, they say you've been practicing medicine without a license. Sitting down with ABC News overnight, released from jail early Wednesday morning on a $21,000 bail after being busted in a sting operation in West Palm Beach, caught allegedly giving a medical exam to an undercover officer. Are you a doctor? He he actually had an actual facility, like a practice right because he had two other doctors and i would be if i was one of them other doctors i would sue him because now we have to find a fucking replacement sue him for what for what money his lunch money he's 17 how did he even get in this position can't even afford a car he's he's a grifter (laughs) what money is you are you gonna get you gonna line up behind a dealership what how how did he how was he able to do to 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 get this space with him was he was like i i, I pay you tuesday with burgers fuck how was he able to get the position he had to have money anything at all i do currently hold um a phd um in what i don't feel comfortable disclosing uh because that is not the issue <laughs> uh phd and uh player had a degree uh, <laughs> i uh, made my degree up on uh powerpoint is actually really really good i do have a phd uh it's called a uh, pretty hard dick and uh ah! i don't want to disclose exactly how hard the dick is here um, but you the treat people at your office now well, is accusations the 18 year old indeed facing serious accusations from police seven including grand theft and allegedly practicing medicine without a license and last month he proudly showed off his medical center to our abc affiliate wpbf that's wrong birthing life medical center but peel back the tape and the sign on the door has his name and these two crucial letters MD. That sign on the door was actually due to be changed. There are 
many types of degrees out there that hold the title as doctor, whether they are a physicist or an engineer. Just because someone has the title doctor in front of their name does not necessarily imply MD. Have you had training? <laughs> what other kind of doctors is it? Dr. David Manning. Have you ever thought about that? Reverend Dr. Manning. And then also. Did you go to a non accredited university too? It, uh, right, exactly. And also it says MD, but he put white tape over MD. But it obviously used to say that. He, it, like, when did he put that white tape over there? He realized folks was investigating. Somebody asked. I have shadowed many doctors. You're saying your training comprises shadowing other doctors, real doctors. That's your training in medicine. Your training comprises of a lot of things. But you weren't in med school. Exactly. So I am not. I am not portraying as as an MD. I've okay, never said you... that I've gone to school to be a MD. But the team who goes by Doctor Love does advertise an array of treatments on his medical center website, including phototherapy, food and air therapy, and naturopathy. I have been studying this particular field for a while. Um, may not have been eight years, nine years, ten years, but it has been long enough to, I would say, justify Bitch, what? Um, what I do. Including apparently treating the elderly. In a criminal complaint, an 86-year-old woman said he recently treated her for severe stomach pain, paying him nearly $3,500. What services did you provide in exchange for that money? I can tell you this. Accusations are merely accusations. And services, you'd have to define that. Um, whether she paid for me to just show up, that's up to her. You're not denying the fact that she paid you $3,500 or so, correct? No, I am denying that. Are you a fraud? Because it seems like everything you're saying to me is either evasive or an outright lie. I don't appreciate your tone. I don't appreciate <laughs> what? the way you're portraying this interview to actually be. And then a moment he didn't expect. Are you in big trouble? I mean, it seems like you've spoken to a lawyer who's prepared you for to talk not only to the media but the police as well. I don't know where you're receiving this information from, but it is inaccurate. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut this in this interview short. I'm going to have to cut this in interview short. And in fact, he did, walking out the door. Now, we have a standing offer to Malachi to finish that interview. The teen has not yet been arraigned, but insisted throughout the interview he has done nothing wrong. He has also said that when all this clears up, he intends to open another clinic. Amy, George. Matt, we always appreciate your time. (laughs) 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 They couldn't even keep a straight face. They were like... uh, And the the thing, people spent years and get thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars of fucking debt to be doctors what the fuck well guess the race chat room uh did you already ask yes right. and of course he somebody pay him because i was like there's no way you could afford to do the shit you're doing without somebody paying you uh greggy says nip tuck me that pussy white yeah Aww. my question is did he sexually assault anybody because if you're not a doctor and you're looking at somebody's chocha or you making me turn my head and cough. I want some motherfucking justice, motherfucker. Um, I'm saying the patient's going to sue him. Right. You can't tell nothing wrong with my balls or not. Now I got to go back into another doctor. <laughs> right. Probably don't take no insurance. Uh, cash only, please. Why does he talk like that? Uh, arrested and she black sued. Oh, arrested and sued black. 
bouncing the check and breaking the neck to get a job my man is black in the tyler perry movie duga hauser oh. c-o-g-i-c uh Koji. <laughs> uh so he wasn't writing prescriptions uh, uh, let's see um uh any more race guesses i think the very last one oh doogie tyrone hauser black history <laughs> uh i distract a strong sense of privilege in this one um so yeah the, the correct answer is actually black so Some people got it wrong. I bet he wasn't using medical terms or anything. Mm-hmm. What the fuck somebody is Now, if you don't mind, can you pull out your titty balls? Ah, 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 ah. mammograms. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant titties. Mm. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm just going to have you turn around and twerk something for me. Maybe. No, no. Uh, yeah somebody said a breast exam right so he was basically spending on women's titties right let me uh you say your stomach is hurt okay i'm gonna need you to to bend over and let me put two fingers up your butt uh what they got to do with my stomach baby right uh (laughs) let's go to the bonus round oh where we at bonus round music right here Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. Double the points, double the race. So far, most people are, well, all over the place. And we'll see how they finish up. Now it's the bonus round. They should be nervous. Um, a San Jose serial flasher has been nabbed. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. He was out here flashing his cereal to anybody who wanted to see it. Ha ha ha! His cereal with all the nuts in it. A uh, suspected cereal flasher accused of trolling high schools, high schools in San, the San Jose area, exposing himself to at least fourteen young girls in one month, Ooh. was arrested this week. He took a few days off, apparently. John Ha, thirty-seven, was <laughs> taken into custody when cops tracked him down at his job in milpitas uh a spokesman for the san jose police department said uh he was charged ha was charged with 32 counts of lewd acts and indecent exposure he also was booked on suspicion of annoying and molesting a child although police don't believe he ever made physical contact with the victims uh police began getting reports in early january of a man in a gray honda accord who was parked outside of high schools exposing and following himself in front of girls ranging from age 14 to 17 years old he would wait for juvenile females walking along to school in the morning um the suspect will make eye contact with the female victims while masturbating and exposing himself morales said 14 separate incidents were reported in january near several san jose schools along foothill overfell and independence high schools he said ha lives in the area of the schools and detectives with the department sexual assault investigation units linked up to the incidents after extensive an extensive investigation ha has been held at the santa clara county jail uh guess the race of mr john ha see what they uh believe his race to be um 
from one of his high like juvenile apparently so uh jay says an asian showing his egg roll <laughs> ah mm, okay uh asian won't be laughing for long says joe spacely he dropped his pants to reveal pixels <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good Aww. anyway uh the correct answer is asian take that model minorities you come for us we come for you yeah somebody said fry rye fry rye ran in 10 minutes mm. <laughs> yeah uh all right um let's go to of course everybody's well my least favorite segment but we have to do it because justice continues to call for us sword ratchetness my penis um <laughs> uh let's see here's a video of a teen who had a samurai sword in the park and he was scaring parents and kids all this video okay. hey can i ask you what where you got your samurai sword from or That was the weirdest video ever. What did that have to do with anything? I have no idea. And why was the editing adding music at? Anyway, a teenager armed ah! with a samurai sword. See, this is the problem. Y'all don't take this shit serious. You no. think it's a motherfucking joke. And you edit the video like, oh, let's put some samurai sounds in there. Isn't it funny? It's like, nah, it's not actually funny. He was scaring parents and their fucking kids at the park with a sword. What if he would have stabbed somebody? Right, or cut them. A teenager armed with a samurai sword, frightened a group of moms and kids by welding the samurai, wielding the samurai sword weapon above his head in the children's park. He was criticized by a Gladstone magistrate uh, that he should have known better than to do this caused a fear in the time of terrorism when people did not know if he was a little bit crazy or only mucking about. Well, listen, dance is both. One Ah, one, ah, one ah. horrified mother drove up to the Gladstone police station to get officers, but when worried officers rushed down to the skate park that Saturday afternoon, the armed man and his mate were already gone. Police prosecutor Gavin Reese told Gladstone Magistrates Court that police received reports about an armed man, including the mother worried uh, about the safety of children in the park. Police later identified 17-year-old Charles Wagner, guess the race, white, as a swordsman at the people on the skate park at the skate park showed photos they took of him with a japanese katana samurai sword mr reese said wagner was seen uh to take the sword from a case in the park in the photo uh photo show him holding it above his head wagner pleaded guilty before the magistrate penelope hay to carry a weapon in a public space at 3 p.m on january 23rd defense lawyer john pepito said wagner wasn't really thinking but realized afterwards that he was in the wrong i wasn't thinking with a sword raised above my head and ah. little kids <laughs> why was that acceptable why is he in jail 
he realizes the danger he was exposing people to and why people reacted in that manner he was just trying to show it off he accepts it could injure someone he was lost the sword it was forfeited to the crown miss hay told the teenager it was a particularly stupid thing to do in a public place it caused fear for to people including children particularly in our current climate with terrorism and people using weapons miss hay and wagner I said wagner was young but common sense should have made him realize it's a bad idea you cannot carry weapons around or brandish them in such a way she said she told him that he would be concerned if he saw an armed man in the park and he said yes a little bit uh replied wagner a little bit i'd give him fucking jail just for saying that smart ass come on now hey you just don't you just don't know if they are only mucking about or a little bit crazy miss hay said wagner was fined three hundred dollars that's it well hopefully next time he'll stab up some kids and then everybody will take it serious <laughs> right oh well then there will be a next time with a motherfucker like this of course all right man we'll be back tomorrow thank you everybody for listening we'll be doing our walking dead wednesday so we'll be wrapping up the walking dead um until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.